Okay, we are here for the Gen X Talk podcast with I am Johnny Pendejo. And I am Starchy Archie. You sound really good there. Yeah? I'm going to turn myself up here. Okay. But uh, how you doing? I'm tired today. Are okay. you really tired? Yeah. I think Gen X is getting older, man. Gen X is getting older with the, uh, with the, uh, with the workload. Yeah. When, when are we going to get a president? <clears throat> when Gen, are we? Gen X hasn't oh, had a president. G- oh, we haven't yet. It's been all uh, boomers since uh, Clinton. And uh, technically, Joe Biden is the silent generation. Really? Yeah, he was born uh, before the end of World War II, so he's not a boomer. He's like my oldest, my youngest uncle. So oh none, my of, none of my my mom and her siblings, uh, my father and his siblings, they were all um, silent generation. Really, really. Yeah. So that was like the Great Depression. Like they were little kids in the Great Depression. Oh, like, born okay. like twenty. I think it's like twenty-three to or twenty-seven to forty-five, something like that. But basically, like if you're born. 46 on or late 45, like after my uncle was born, like mm-hmm. right around when they dropped the bomb before Japan oh, surrendered. Yeah. Deal. Wow. <clears throat> you know, I was looking up, I was looking up um, something this week and it was related to our junior senator from California. And I was looking at his age and Alex Padilla is his name. That's where Senator, I had, I, I I have completely lost track. Yeah. That's sad. I've always I've so, known. so it's Diane Feinstein and, I mean, and Alex Padilla. We are not we are not fans of either person, but Diane Feinstein is the senior senator from California and then this Alex Padilla who came in after Kamala Harris was taken to be vice president, uh, he became the senator. So I guess he was appointed. He is forty eight years old. So he's technically a Gen X oh, yeah. person. Yeah, for sure. Well, so was, is Newsom. How old's Newsom? Newsom, I think, is maybe early to mid fifties. Yeah, he's he's say, say what you will about his politics. He's taking good care of himself. He's he's in good shape. He yeah, looks he good, good for his age. He's There's a good, positive thing. He's in good shape. Yeah. He's in good shape. Yeah, the food at the French Laundry is really healthy. Oh, it's really yeah. it really Frenchy Frenchy laundry uh, laundry. Yeah, and without the mask on, it's so much easier to breathe, and you get better yeah. circulation. It's it really, really amazing. Is. And and the, and the hair gel, the hair gel goes on a lot better. Oh you know, yeah, yeah. Dippity do hair gel. <laughs> oh moon. So I want to just like so. Thank you for the drink. This is the Aha sparkling water. There you go. Let's turn that up. Go ahead and do that again. Ooh, ooh, yes, yes. There you go. We got some ice jingling. So I'm gonna I'm gonna open this up. Ooh. There we go. There we go. Uh, okay, so we are pouring. Oh wow, that sounds good. Pouring. So I have not had this aha. Remember aha the band? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Take on yeah. me. Yeah. So this is the this is the lime and watermelon flavor. Ooh, this is. <clears throat> they have a coffee and cola flavor or something. I don't know. So um. <clears throat> Speaking of aha, mm-hmm. my uh, it's it's good, isn't it? That is pretty good. I might buy some. Yeah. Um, my youngest uh, son had his wedding. They eloped last year and they had their wedding reception this year at one of my cousin's uh, <clears throat> places. She's got a um, she and her husband have a ranch. Oh, okay. And 
there was a point a point in the evening uh, where you know they're, the DJ's playing all these old eighties songs, and that one came on. And yeah, my brothers in law, <clears throat> yeah. two of my three, started singing the you know, the, you know the chorus. I mean, and I can't sing. I, I don't know what it was. <laughs> I, I don't know that my brother in law can't. One I know can't sing. I don't know about the other one. Yeah, but it was like amazing we got like perfect harmony on it oh it was amazing like everybody stopped and like like the acoustics in the room we were in was really were really good it was like this saloon yeah thing that my cousin had built inside a barn it's, oh, wow. it's really cool that's cool anyways um that was just kind of i'll always think of that now when i think of that old song that's awesome because that's fun. a that's a pretty powerful and memorable uh song and sort of groundbreaking in terms of the video that they oh, made yeah of it. yeah that was crazy because it went from camera sort of color picture to pencil drawing or whatever, yeah. where she goes and into the mirror with the guy and you know has a grand old comic. time. Interesting comic book. Yeah, com- comic book. Right. Yeah, right. I mean, yeah. Sorry, I am impressed with this drink. I, I just I, have to say. Yeah. No, I like it too. Mm. That is a taste. You know, I can't stand the the Lacroix's. I like to call it the Lacroix. 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 Yes. Lacroix. It's so like swilly. Swilly. Yeah. <sighs> you remember? You remember the Saturday Night Live bit where um, Bill Murray? Oh. Advertises the the mineral water from for, Lake for Erie. Erie, and it's like all like gl- gloopy, yeah, gloopy, like ugh. gelatinous with yeah, like gelatinous with like rusty uh, bolts and yeah. nails and stuff. It's swill. Erie, Erie. Oh my god! Oh, that's funny. Erie. <laughs> oh, that's funny. That's back funny. In the days, was it the Cuyahoga River? It was either the Cuyahoga or the Ohio River, or one of them back there caught on fire oh my god really yeah like there was so <clears throat> and that's one, that's one good thing that came out of like all that you know that uh-huh. uh, chief what was his name chief iron horse chief oh really what was his name the indian with the tear and his everything with his oh with the tear yeah who's that <sighs> oh 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 i don't I think know it's like chief chief iron hill or something like oh, that oh wow um, that's powerful stuff but um yeah because people you know 70, 80 years ago, people are like, meh. Who cares? You know, like, for generations, humanity always like, hey, we put our garbage in the ground because, yeah. you know, it goes away. Yeah. But we weren't making things that last yeah. forever, and we weren't refining these all these petrochemicals and stuff. Oh, and so yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, they eventually kind of caught up with us in the 70s, and people started to get more conscious about it in the late 60s and 70s. And yeah. that's, a good, that's, a, that's a good thing that's happened in the last 60 Some A lot of the, like, old school, remember when they used to call it ecology? Yeah. Yeah. Ecology, ecological. Yeah, that's that's good. That, that was yeah. good because now our rivers don't catch on fire anymore. Oh which is, my god, which is positive. Wow, it's positive. Well, I'd like to give a shout out to my my prom date. Her name is Lika. She moved from Sacramento to Cleveland recently. Oh, and so she's a, she's enjoying herself there in Cleveland. So a special shout out, for my friend Lika. Does she live on the second floor? Oh. <laughs> I don't know. You know, uh, no, that was Luca. Luca. My name is Luca. Yeah, my name is Luca. He lives on the second floor. Oh, that's a good song. Uh, Suzanne Vega. So I liked her. Um, oh, I love that one. That song. Here's here's some trivia for you. Yes, there we go. That is the song that was used. Yes. To, uh, by the engineer that created the MP3 standard. Oh, really? Because he wanted a single piece of music that had both 
lots of, that had high end and low end oh, really? sounds a lot of dynamic range i don't know if it's dynamic range or whatever you call it. i'm an audio guy but wow. like there's definitely the bass yeah do, 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 yeah do, do, and her voice is much you know at the higher higher end of range um so yeah it was used to make sure that they were capturing like a, a good range of sound with it that's cool that's like an <clears throat> all-encompassing um piece that that oh my gosh that's awesome i gotta look into that a bit more because there was different variations of that. I think there was... Like, back then they had the... I guess Soul to Soul was a soul sort of group that that developed this sort of bass. I guess it's like a bass sort of track. And then they had the drums with it. And it sort of repeated back and forth. Yeah, drum loop. And it was like in everything Yeah, back then. Early... Early, well, it was, it was late eighties, early nineties. Soul to soul, I, I get soul to soul and De La Soul. Okay, yeah, up. De La Soul did me, to, myself, and I, and back to life, back to reality. No, that was soul to soul. That they was soul did to that. soul. Yeah, okay, back, back to life, back to reality. reality. Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. And that then they also did um, the reason I love the album is oh, keep. On moving. Okay. Don't stop talking your head about crap. No. Yeah. Uh, 1988, 89? Probably 89. Yeah. Yeah. I seem to remember it. Uh, spent a summer in Costa Mesa, and it was oh. it was on a visiting girlfriend, and I would stay home while mm-hmm. she went to work and just oh, wow. watch TV. Oh, wow. And it was like, it was Millie Vanilli was like at their oh, peak. Oh, my God. Millie man, it was Vanilli. Millie Vanilli all day long. On oh, man. Girl, you know it's true. Girl. <laughs> they were German. Yeah. Uh, oh, Rob. Rob and Fab. Mm-hmm. Rob and Fab. Mm-hmm. Yeah. One guy... Did the unthinkable. Yeah, he did himself in, yeah. Yeah. He did some Rob- I think he was the one that kind of Robert Downey Jr. himself around for a while, too. Oh, like, hey, I came home from uh, taking the kids out to pizza, and Rob Flavian from Millie Vanilli is in my, naked in my living room snorting cocaine. Oh, Hi. crap. Right? Oh, like, boy. Like, I, I was pretty sure I had one once with him, but... Robert Downey Jr., like, a couple of times, mm, mm-hmm. like, people come home and find Robert Downey Jr. in their living room. Yeah. Oh, God. Hey, that hey, was a thing. That was a thing. Yeah. Holy smokes. Well, you know, he he's really reinvented himself. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Totally, like, 180, because he was this... He was this child actor that, I mean, I don't know if he was child or a teenage actor. He was in Weird Science. That's all I remember him from. He was one of the punk kids. He was the punk kid and. Yeah, in Weird yeah. Science. He was on Saturday Night Live, too, with Anthony Michael Hall. They yeah. were on there briefly. Yeah, and he was uh, in... He was also in... I turn, I'm going to turn my head. My voice gets lighter. Okay, um, okay. So, yeah, he... Uh, back to School with Rodney Dangerfield. Oh, Back to School. He was, really? He was he, in that? He was the kid... Rodney Dangerfield's son's friend, and Rodney Dangerfield's son was the guy from Christine, right? Oh. That was in... A, he had a number of parts like in the mid 80s he had his kind of his his run okay um yeah and then he did chaplain he almost won an academy award for that he did an excellent 
Oh yeah, that's right. Excellent he did job. Chaplin. And when, you, and when you're thinking he's like what 25 when he's doing mm-hmm. that, he did an mm-hmm. amazing job playing, especially playing Chaplin as an old man. He did oh, he did a great yeah. job. I thought. Oh, I thought um, I gotta watch that. That's a good movie to watch. Movie. I finally I finally watched it just this last year. Really excellent, excellent, awesome, awesome, very very good. Wow. wow. And uh, what else did he do in the? Yeah, then kind of the I think a lot of those. Kind of Gen X mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. guys. Uh, Jason Bateman was another oh, one. Yeah, yeah. Well, he didn't go completely off the rails, but um, right. like kind of disappeared in the '90s, right? Largely. Right. And then Robert Downey Jr. got was on Ally McBeal, and he really? did Kiss, Kiss, Bang, Bang, and some stuff. But like, he could not keep it together for oh. a good 10, 15 years there. Wow! Right? Wow! Wow! James Spader. Remember James Spader? James Spader. Yeah. yeah. He was in that movie, um, the, the science fiction movie yeah, yeah, or something. Yeah, 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 the, yeah. The, the, uh, the Gate, right? No, I'm, 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 I'm uh, Stargate. Oh, Stargate. Yeah. Okay. The Gate was probably something else. The Gate was a horror movie horror from the movie. 80s. Yeah. These kids opened a gateway to hell. Oh, great. And the worst <laughs> thing about that movie, producer called The Gate. <clears throat> Uh-huh. And like they, they like they did it with listening to eighties rock music back backwards or something. Oh, jeez! Like right? And then like, but there's this part where like they've entered another dimension or whatever weird thing, and the kid opens his hand up and there's an eyeball in his hand. Ew! And it's like looking around and he takes a piece of broken glass and stabs the eyeball. Ooh! Out and his hand's like, oh! Oh man! It's oh the worst. man! All right. So Stargate. I hate Stargate. when that happens too. Yeah. Stargate was Stargate amazing. Was cool. It was. You know what else was amazing in there? And I was wow. talking with some other friends this week about this. Yeah. Kurt Russell's flat top in that movie deserved an Academy Award. Oh, really? Yeah. Right? He, was, was, he was like the military guy, yeah, right? He was like, he's like, yeah. Wow. Right? And that's in the flat top Hall of Fame. Oh, it such is. A place, it's, yeah. It is there. They're like, oh my gosh. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Wow. wow. Flat city. We're, next time we have a war, we're just sending that haircut in. Yeah, there you we're go. sending it in. There you just go. Take care of business. Mm. What? But, what other? What other? Uh, so, speaking of great B movie actors, Kurt mm. Russell. What other Kurt Russell movies have you watched and enjoyed? Can you think of any? Well, um, well, recently I saw the Avengers, um, where he's this. Oh, the sort Guardian of, of the Galaxies. Oh yeah, Guardian two. of the Galaxy Volume Two. And he remi- he actually reminded me of a guy that I worked with at my old job, and I don't know if I explained this before, but. The the other guy at my at my work, he has the Kurt Russell jaw. Yeah. And he reminded me of um of that person, you know, when I saw him. It's like, oh my gosh, that's Scott, you know, it looks like him just it's like, yeah. man, that looks Square like Kurt jawed. Russell. Yeah. Yeah. But uh Kurt Russell, um he was I thought he was cool in that movie. He did a good job. I mean he, he wasn't he wasn't he wasn't the good guy. I mean he ended up being the bad guy, but it's like, hey, it's Kurt Russell, but but Kurt Russell, oh man, I remember. I mean, him and um, Goldie Hawn did movies together. Yeah, that one Overboard, Overboard, where he was doing work on her house or houseboat or something, and yeah. she falls over and loses her memory, and so they ended up, you know, together or whatever. And yeah. it, was, it was, yeah, it was kind of kind of cool. I, I I actually don't really remember what about what about. I would say the greatest movie of the 80s. Possibly the greatest movie of all time. Oh, really? Yes. 
Yeah, big, I think Big Trouble in Little China. You've told me about this. Big Trouble in Little China is just the most amazing movie. All right, all right, I got to see Carpenter. that. You've never seen it. Oh my god! Is oh. it is it is it a horror or is it? Because uh, I hear John <clears throat> Carpenter, I think horror. It's comedic. There there are okay. definitely horror like elements. Okay, but it's not like. Sk- it's not intended to be scary. The horror, the horror things are kind of more like weird, oddball, okay, type type things. Okay, it's it's really, um, it's just flat out amazing. Okay, okay, it's just flat out amazing. All right, cool. Well, we um, got it. Let's, well, Mr. Producer, let's put that on our list. What? Big Trouble in Little China. But I mean, it may not be appropriate for I Mr. Producer. I think it's PG thirteen. I think it's my. I think it's PG thirteen. Uh, 86, 87 maybe. Really? Because I've been I've been noticing that some PG thirteen ratings for eighties movie there still could be a bit of that, the flesh, the flesh, the flesh. You know? Um, <laughs> no, no. Uh, I'm pretty sure there's none of this one's more like there might be a couple of you know gross parts. Oh, okay, okay. You know, a little bit of gore. Oh, but it's right. but it's, it's not even really. Uh, it's comic. Oh, okay. It's, it's, okay. It's ridiculous. All right. Is what, is All what right. it is. That's cool. That's cool. Um, so, yeah. So, there's Big Trouble Little China. Yeah. All right. So, Kurt Russell. Did you see Soldier? No. Soldier's one where, like, um, it's set in the future and, like, where we, like, use these genetically modified soldiers to fight our oh, wars really? and all stuff. And, like, really? they, like, dispose of them at the end of their, like, lifespan of soldiers or whatever like they could throw them away like garbage oh man and like uh i forgot he gets he hooks up with somebody and defends her and her kid and whatnot it's kind of here it's it's a decent it's a decent oh that's cool uh be a 90s okay movie okay and then of course uh hello tombstone oh western movie tombstone yeah, 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 yeah okay that's a good one that's a really good one is that like an all-star cast with that one yeah yeah, yeah. so it's uh let's see it's got uh Kurt Russell. Yeah. It's got Sam Elliott. It's oh, got uh, Bill Paxton. Oh, Bill Paxton. It's got um, Michael <clears throat> Bing from all the, you know him from all the, gosh, who's the guy that makes the exploding movies? So actually, James Cameron. Oh, Cameron, and, yeah. And um, who's the other guy who does a lot of the exploding? Uh, Michael Bay. Oh, okay. He's in a lot of Michael Bay movies. Oh, okay. Um, okay. And then uh, Powers Booth. Um, Dana Delaney. Okay. Um, who's the bad guy from t- Titanic? Billy. Billy Holiday. Billy Zane. Billy Zane. Oh, Billy really? Zane. Wow. And then the guy who turns into the performance of a lifetime, uh, Mr. Val Kilmer. Oh, Val Kilmer. He's, wow. That's top notch. Top notch, man. Top notch. Okay, put that top on the notch. list, Mr. Producer. Tombstone. 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 All right. Tombstone. Top notch Western. Okay. Cool. Cool. Good call. Good call. Because I've I've been. um, There's that movie with. Wait, what? That was 90s. That was 90s. Mr. Um, I was thinking. uh, You remember that movie, um, Young Guns? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they had like John Bon Jovi did some of the music for, for Young the Guns too. Second one, yeah, Down in a Blaze of Glory, was yeah, the theme song, yeah. So I had loved. I mean, I never, I never was really into 
westerns, but I, I actually saw that video again. There's a, there's that song that John Bon Jovi does. It's called um, Miracle, something like that. Yeah. And it's a miracle. I mean, this is like 1990, okay? I watched the video, and it's about a group of guys going to Mexico, and one of the guys sort of meets a girl and falls in love, and it's it's Joey from Friends. It's that guy in, in, in the video. In the video. And what's his name? Um God, I don't know his name. Uh, Matt LeBlanc. Matt LeBlanc. You drawn a blank on Matt LeBlanc. I am. Name. And he's on. And he's the new presenter on Top Gear, or used to be. And it's like, ugh, ugh. American guy on a British show. What the heck's up with that? Hey. So he he was like in Seven Up commercials and all this oh, other yeah, yeah. stuff. He was in Heinz. Ketchup yeah. Commercials. Yeah. So then you. So then we're get. I've heard of the debate. You know, which is better, Friends or Seinfeld? There's no debate. Which I know. which is which is better? Death or life? Which is which is better? <laughs> Soviet Union gulag or Disneyland? I know. I mean there's no there's no debate. Friends is the most banal, inane, horrible. Oh. Horrible, horrible, horrible. I'm not saying I okay, this is not to say I haven't watched a few episodes. Yeah. And it's not to say that I haven't laughed at a couple of things. Yeah. But it's like, you know, which is better for you? Uh, cotton candy or a roast beef sandwich. It's like right. a roast beef sandwich is better for you. Yeah. I mean, yeah. in terms of like, it doesn't mean you don't enjoy the other one a little bit, but like in terms of substance, Seinfeld's, yeah. Seinfeld still holds up today. In my, in, in it my really mind, does. It really does. A lot, a lot of it does because it's just about kind of ridiculous situations that <clears throat> it's, abs- it, it's absurd. So it's kind of, in a, in a way, it's kind of timeless. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I'm in, I'm in agreement, you know, you know, when it came out, I was in college, and I lived in a dorm, and it was every Thursday night, people would crowd around the TV, and we'd watch NBC. It would start off with, gosh, I think it was Friends at 8 o'clock. Like Friends, Seinfeld, Frasier, and it was must-see TV. Yeah, it was. It was. Maybe they threw Will and Grace in there at the end or something. But No, they, they did. It was, I think, gosh... Gosh, yeah. I mean, it was eight o'clock. Was Friends, and then they had it was another eight. It was something at eight thirty. I don't know. And then Seinfeld was at nine, and then ER was on at ten. ten. Yeah. And we watched from eight to eleven o'clock in yeah. DC. Yeah. And everybody in the dorm would sort of everybody crowd who around. crowd around the TV who didn't have a TV in their room. Yeah. And it was sort of a spectacle. It was kind of cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In yeah. the room I mean, with a bunch it, of people. It's it's fun to do that. That's yeah. why that's why I like you know, I watch the um greatest football team to ever strap on helmets, San Francisco 49ers. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I like watching it with my it's so much more fun to watch oh, with I know. friends and family. I yeah. Mean, it's yeah. It just everything's more That'd be fun. Everything's more fun with with friends. Yeah, that's cool. That's cool. But yeah, um, so yeah, there was that. So we were talking about '80s movies with Kurt Russell, and yeah. I sort of got us off on another tangent. Sorry about that. So no, what, we, we kept it, we kept it generational there. What was your what what were you gonna come up with next? So um, we were talking about Kurt Russell, Robert Downey Jr. Um, oh man, Gen X. Thinking Gen X actors, movies. I don't know. I just drew a blank songs. just now. Just well, drew Kurt a blank. Russell, Kurt Russell. Um, 
man, man, just I just drew a blank. Oh, I'm I'm drawing a blank. Where the where the frick are we going with this? We got some dead air. We're some dead air. No, 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 <laughs> we're no. Out, um, we're all out of ideas. Oh my gosh! No, I was gonna. Um, I was gonna go back to. Oh, sorry. About um, that. we were we were talking earlier about um, the TV midseason, 1979. Yes. Yes. So apparently, Brad Silverman, some guy, who took over NBC. Okay. And was a big deal right yeah got like super competitive yeah um and so like all like 36 mid-season shows premiered in 1979 whoa dukes of hazard was one really um there are a couple that you know bj and the bear that stuck around for a few seasons but bj and the bear remember bj and the bear well i remember the uh the clint howard and the bear gentle ben that was a bj and the bear was greg evigan who would go on to star on? Who would go on to star in My Two Dads with Paul Reiser? Oh, Paul Reiser! Remember with Paul Reiser and and that was another show we used to watch. Mad About You, and but it wasn't. It was and then Paul Reiser went on to do Mad About You. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I so yeah. BJ and the Bear was he's a truck driver and he had a chimp. Oh, okay. truck driver with a chimp and then Sheriff Lobo who was oh who was, I think yeah. it was Claude Akins or Claude something Sheriff like Lobo and. He even got a spinoff show. Sheriff Lobo really? got his own show, but whatever. He was, I don't know, trucking through there or whatever. Wow. And, uh, but Greg Evigan takes you to Paul Reiser, which takes you to Helen Hunt, which takes you to nowhere. Because wow. Helen Hunt is the most overrated person to ever be put on film. Really? She's the worst. Really? Really? The worst. She got her big break, I think, playing a girl in a coma, and she kept playing that role. For the rest of her career. Just zero personality. Oh. I, just, I always felt she's like a I don't know, just like a flat Pepsi. Mm. Just mm. no sizzle there. Wow. I felt like she's it's like you're you can tell people who it's like you've got connections. Yeah. You've got connections. Wow. You're not making it on mm. your natural ability. Mm. It's like, you know, what I just Wow. Just Helen Hunt. I just like eating plain oatmeal. Now she was in that movie with um Jack Nicholson. I yeah, I know that. Huh. But she I remember seeing her as a young kid in in The Mask with what was the kid Eric Stoltz, <sighs> right? Eric Stoltz, but the with, main with girl was Sharon's, Laura Dern. Oh, that you're right, that was Laura Dern. Laura Dern. In but, in, Same. Um, it's, it's easy. They're in, interchangeable. They're right. Inter- they're absolutely right. interchangeable. Hey, we need someone who's blonde and not ugly, but not attractive enough to make oh, girls gosh. upset if their boyfriend looks at her. Oh, so wow. we get get that Dern girl. Get oh, get wow. get once you get that Helen Hunt girl in here. Oh, she was really good in the coma. Remember, she, she was she looked like she was asleep. It's amazing. Do, do the cigar thing. Ah, oh, get that. Give me. Get that Helen Hunt gal in here. Get her in here. Those kids will eat her up, and the girlfriends won't get upset because she's not that attractive. You know, kind of like a, you know, well, what's that other broad? Uh, Julia Roberts. You know, I don't uh, her. Uh, meet her. I don't know whether to, uh, you know, uh, shake her hand or give her a lump of sugar. Good, good grief. <laughs> right. And then, and then she. Okay, so the first time I saw Helen Hunt was with the Sarah Jessica Parker movie. Girls just want to have fun. 
Wow. Was like mid 80s that my sister liked. You are really trying to hit every single hot spot for me, aren't you? I'm sorry. Because Sarah Jessica Parker is another one where it's like, she's holy Toledo. She's like boiled horse. (laughs) (laughs) I just, it's it's fine. I thought thought we're not waking anybody up, are we? No, I hope not. No, I, oh, God. And, And this is, it's terrible. It's, you know, it's, sexist or whatever you know a guy making comment about you know mm-hmm. whatever we can talk about male actors and mm-hmm. let, let's see let's see, think of some overrated male actors um david schwimmer david schwimmer i cannot stand him david schwimmer and is then, he is the female helen hunt oh he, he is has, he has all the personality of moist pink oh god oh god oh right? god i am just like but um and I know what he's going for. He's going for like, oh, I'm kind of pouty, low energy, ha ha. But he just no, like feel sorry for me because I can't get the gumption uh, up to ask her out. Yeah, that's like enough. All enough. All right. I enough. know. I know. The wuss. The wuss oh, actor. Feel sorry for me. But I mean, there's only so much of that. Hey, you have a naturally long face. You look a little downcast. You got a droopy dog look to you. Yeah. Okay, but you gotta, you know, he just really he just exudes lameness yeah. to me even when he played uh, kardashian and yes thing, i was just thinking of just, that he just seemed, was like wow kardashian's dad was lame wasn't he oh, was like, oh my god. god well i don't know what do you think about oj whoa, whoa. It, tell like, me it ain't so juice <laughs> right good lord oh. good lord but sarah jessica parker oh i th- i had a crush on her in really uh, in square pegs because Square, Square Pegs, Pegs was her, Tracy Nelson, the daughter of Ricky Nelson, okay. and um, of Ozzy and Harriet fame, and because uh, she was cute, she yeah. was a cute little schoolgirl, you know, and she yeah. looked kind of a big nose, whatever, cute, yeah, on the frizzy hair, big eighties hair, but um, then they tried transforming her into this like sex pot, sex symbol thing, and I'm oh, like, geez. it's just not, yeah. no, I'm not, yeah, yeah. I'm not picking up what you're laying down there, brother. No. I mean, it's, you know, Mrs. She's Mrs. Matthew Broderick. Good on you, son. You oh, the cute girl from Square Pegs. Yeah. Right on. But just this, you know, I don't, I don't know why. I, I hate it when people are promoting something. It's like, in a, it's like over-promoted. It's like, who are you trying to convince here? Yeah, exactly. Right? Because if I see somebody who's beautiful, you don't need to market that. Yeah, I know. I will know that's a nice looking car. That's a nice looking man. That's a nice looking woman. Well, it just get, comes across. Like, you don't need to hype up. I, I, I get the. I mean, I've always. I mean, I don't know if this is a sore spot for you, but I love Julia Roberts in Pretty Woman. Did oh, you? She was, she was. Oh, she was pretty in Pretty she Woman. She was gorgeous in that movie. But I feel like they over. I felt like they. I felt like they push. I, I think she was beautiful because she was. She was young. Yeah. Yeah. And um, I. She's very young. Yeah, she She's was young and pretty. Yeah, and, but I felt like after that, like tried to like market her as some great beauty. And it's like, well, no, okay, yeah. you're not a great. Be- you're that's there's fine. there's you're, a, there's there's acting ability, and then there's beauty, and it, the, the, it's very rare that you have the, the both of them, both the, of both them, of yeah. them in it's one like, person. She's not Grace Kelly. No, right? she like, isn't. Grace Kelly's you're like, right. Like, oh you're my right. Gosh, like, um, yeah, or. Uh, or some of the other we love Salma Hayek in Salma uh, Hayek in in uh, in Frida 
We thought that was a good see, performance. I didn't, I didn't see that. Did Frida was really good. Was it good? Yeah, my I wife mean, and I. Some Hayek's. I mean, there's oh, like, oh my gosh, there's no Lord. like, oh yeah, you need. There's no need to. Yeah. Notice, there's no. They don't push her. Mm-hmm. They don't need to push her. Mm-hmm. Because, because she's gorgeous. She's gorgeous all the time. Because she's gorgeous all the time, and mm-hmm. it's like you don't need to push. There's no pushing. Like, hey, look at how. No, mm-hmm. we can't. We have eyes. We see. Mm-hmm. There's no pushing. There's no need. You know, when you got it, you got it. You got it. You got you it. Know? And uh, sorry, Sarah Jessica Parker doesn't doesn't have it. Um, I felt like Julia Roberts was over pushed. She really? thought she was cute. Yeah. I, I, but I think that's also part of the formula. Mm. Is remember these are mostly women watching these movies oh you're right right these you're are right. mostly women so yeah. you've got you can't it's like uh those hallmark christmas things my aunt you know my aunt used to always like watch like 24 hours of christmas 370 you know 365 whatever like oh wow all christmas all the time and like <clears throat> i've read an article about like how they make them and why they use fake snow oh and yeah stuff, like yeah. The whole thing is like to crank those puppies out oh, as yeah. quickly and cheaply as possible hey Hey, hey, ah, uh, where's, where's, where's Kirk Cameron's sister, Cameron? What's her name? What's her, what's her name? Candace Cameron. Candace Cameron. Go, get her. But yeah, because, uh, we, we, yeah, the other ones are, aren't available. But it's, <laughs> it's always a, someone who's undeniably a, attractive. They're, they're, yeah. they're nice looking. Yeah. But they can be towards the bottom end of that up to like, medium yeah they're never they're almost never knockouts right right, and right because usually the boyfriend who doesn't get it yeah who wants her to come back to the big city and give up that dream of running a candle shop in new england right right, um right i just want to follow my heart yeah and Yeah. yeah his he ends up with like some super model gal, right? Yeah. And then yeah. there's you know like the widowed maple syrup maker who oh right falls in love with her and yeah. come you know chases her down to the airport type of nonsense, right? But they're always like, oh, she's cute, yeah, but in a non-threatening way, right? Non-threatening because mm. these are women that are watching it; they don't want. I'm they're going to say it. They don't want to see somebody that makes them feel intimidated. Oh, you're right. Beauty. So it's all about like, I mean, that's the whole psyche of how women watch and absorb stuff. Yeah. And that's the, I mean, for years that's had, that's had to have been a hugely dominant male sort of like decision-making yeah. process where, oh, let's get Candace Cameron in here because we know that it's not threatening to people, to the ladies that are watching. Exactly. Good Lord. Right? Wow. Yeah. And so I'll bet that's totally changed. Yeah. And the middle-aged husband, he'll look at her. He's cute. She's like, he's kissing. Oh, you know, yeah. Wake up from his nap and yeah. he's watching Hallmark Channel, something like that. Yeah. Those are those are the absolute lowest quality productions. Oh, oh, goodness They're gracious. Absolute worst. Yeah. Ooh, I haven't watched any of those. Uh, I don't, I don't aunt, have Hallmark aunt, Channel. My aunt used to. That was like her whole thing, like whatever cable. Like, does it have Hallmark Channel? Oh. Well, like, and somebody told her, like, yeah, 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 we got it, basically, or whatever. Mm. And it was some equivalent, like. Yeah. But it didn't have those. Wow. Like the Hallmark movie. She was like, what? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> wow. That is fascinating. I mean, once again, you have insight on how that stuff sort of 
I think it, decisions that are made to sort of propagate so. that stuff. That's a it's a it's a working theory. That's it's that's interesting. It's and a working theory. I'd say that's that's a that's a good skill you got there. There we go. Yeah. And guys, guys are guys aren't like that though. If a guy sees like Rambo or whatever, they're not intended yeah. like, yeah, that's me. I can be yeah. that guy. Guys yeah. Are like, yeah, I'll be that guy. Ugh. Yeah, I know. Arnold Schwarzenegger um, in Predator. Yeah. Oh. Oh my gosh, that movie is so amazing. Jesse Ventura. I, I was just thinking of that just now. You're bleeding. I ain't got time to bleed. Oh yeah. And uh <laughs> everybody in that, that whole crew and they had that the um can't remember that black dude. That black dude was in a ton of his movies too. Oh Car- it was Bill Duke and Bill Duke. Bill Duke and uh Carl Weathers was in that. Carl Weathers was in that, but Bill Duke was the guy that's um He was always shaving. Oh Turn around, turn around. Hey, you watch yourself. You watch yourself. If you make another move one more time, I'll bleed you. Leave you here. Got that? <laughs> That's good. He was also the hitman, the garbage hitman in yes. uh, Commando. Commando. And They're killing everybody in the crew. Oh, I know. Matrix. Yeah, the his Matrix. Name is, his, his name, name is, is Matrix. Matrix. Yeah. That's so awesome. Yeah. Who is, so who is doing it? <laughs> Where, where's Sonny? I let them go. Oh, God. He dropped them over the edge. And Those were so good. And then they push her Carmen Ghia. No, it was a Porsche. Was it a Porsche? No, I wasn't it was, sure if it was a Porsche or a Carmen Ghia. Oh, wait a minute. You mean her car? Her car. Or the guy with the yellow Porsche? I can't remember, but it was it was tipped mm. over. Yeah, 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 right? yeah, yeah. And they yeah, tipped yeah. it back over, and there was no dent in the car scratching Yeah, yeah, it. yeah. That was a Porsche 911 with okay. the um, with the six cylinder the the boxer engine. Okay, it was a cool car. Now we do. Like, now now we don't have a car. Now we do. Now we do. <laughs> oh man, that oh, was gosh. cool. The Arnold Schwarzenegger dominance of oh, so good. of the eighties movies. God, that was oh. so good back then. That was such a good era for Rod, those. Right. See, let's see. Let's see how many got name. Uh, Conan the Barbarian, Conan yep. the Destroyer. Yeah. He was in Red Sonia. Yes. Um, uh, of course, Terminator. 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 Uh, uh, Raw Deal. Yes, this was in somewhat order. Yes, you're right. Raw Deal. That was 84. 85 was Commando. Commando. 86 was. 86? 86 might have. That might have been a gap year for him. Might have been a gap year. He was busy making. He was busy shooting Predator. Because he Predator. Yes, he was shooting Predator. Uh, Running Man. Well, wait. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Running Man was eighty-seven. Yeah. Yes, he came out with Running Man first, and then Predator came after that. Okay. But then there was another movie. It was it was Red Heat. Heat, Red Heat with Jim Belushi. Jim Belushi. Gosh, there's no. Okay, there you go. There is your Helen Hunt. Oh yeah, Jim Belushi Ooh. is the male equivalent of Helen Hunt. Get out Why are of they here. pushing this guy? It's like oh. we don't like you, Jim. They gave him a sitcom. They put him in all sorts. Like there you're you go. Hor- you're horrible. Yeah, Jim yeah. Belushi, stop. Mm. Just stop. Just because he's John Belushi's brother, I guess. I guess. I mean, um, I just <sighs> never. And of course, it's all just my opinion. I'm sure he's a great human being and yeah. whatever. Yeah. I just. I, I just a big bowl of oatmeal without any, mm. without any. There's no brown sugar in there. There's no lump of butter. There's nothing. It's just yeah. oatmeal 
and a ton of it, and you just got to keep eating it. Oh, God. And it just looks like Jim Belushi's face. Oh, man. It's terrible. I, well, you, <clears throat> you know, you mentioned Jim Belushi, and I'm sorry we got to jump into the other decade, the dreaded 90s. Uh-oh. But who's the guy? I keep forgetting his name. Um, he's George Costanza's father's son in real life. Oh, Ben Stiller. Ben Stiller. I cannot stand him. You can't stand Ben Stiller. He is the worst. Like, he's always portrayed <laughs> as a weak, as a weak sort of... Yeah, no, no that's, that's, his, that's, his, that's his shtick. You want to talk about a movie that makes you mad? What like, movie of his that makes you angry? What movie of his that makes me angry? Super angry. Angriest. I get so angry watching this movie. Oh, man. I mean, I, I can't... I can't take any of them. Go ahead. Meet the parents. Oh, meet the parents with that Barbara is, Streisand. Oh, that was the second one. That was Meet the Fockers. Oh. The first one was just Blythe Danner. Okay. Um, Blythe. Blythe Danner, who is uh, Gwyneth Paltrow's. Um, I like lots of th- sounds in oh, their names. Geez. Blythe, like Gwyneth. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, super. And Apple. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> What's the name of her company? It's another Google? one. Gwyneth Paltrow. It's like, Gosh, sorry, yeah. go ahead. Go yeah. ahead. Um, exactly. Yeah. Gwyneth Paltrow is in there too, in terms of like, yeah, she's pretty, but she's not all of anything. Not all of anything. Um, yeah. But, uh, yeah, meet the parents and just the, meet the parents. Oh, it's just cr- so cringy. Was Dustin Hoffman in that? He's in the. That's the second one. That's when they oh, go to meet the Fockers. Right. Sorry. Because his name is Gaylord Fokker. Oh yes, yes, yes. Ben Stiller. I can't stand him. Zoolander was okay. Zoolander was kind of funny. Kind yeah, of funny. Part, there's parts of it that are pretty hilarious. Uh, God. I, I just... Um. He, uh, did you see Tropic Heat? Tropic Thunder. No. Tropic Thunder with Jack Black and uh, Robert Downey Jr. Was that like a military movie? It's, it's the one where, <laughs> or they're like, you know, <laughs> yes. When they get okay, so the like the cold open for the movie is amazing oh, really? because they show like all these vignettes oh. of the movies these guys have supposedly been in. Right? Okay. okay, like there's um, uh, what's his name? Uh, ben Stiller is playing kind of like a action type guy who's okay. done a lot of action things but he's trying to like um soften up his image by doing a thing called, uh, playing a character called simple jack oh geez like a retarded person oh, and like man. the famous line from robert downey jr is you went full retard in that <laughs> <laughs> never go never go full retard <laughs> and and then robert downey jr is playing a black dude oh really and he gets like gets like surgery and everything to look black oh really Ooh! and he acts black you could not make this movie today oh my gosh he acts black the whole way like talking with like a ghetto accent and everything oh my it's gosh. hilarious right wow wow <laughs> and uh <laughs> he stays in character the whole time right it's just wow. and he's and he's supposed to be in a multi-academy award-winning australian actor like, oh you know, he's like something he's like a big shot like, wow like Really good actor. Wow. And then um, there's Jack Black basically playing a version of, more out of control version of Jack Black. Okay. Okay. And the whole thing is they go to shoot this movie, yeah. Tropic Thunder. Yeah. And um, <clears throat> in 
the jungles of Vietnam. They can go, oh. we're going to shoot it in Vietnam. It's a Vietnam movie. And it's going to be great. Yeah. Well, like their, you know, production manager or whatever, you know, site production unit manager, or whatever was like, Hey, I will go over here. And you know, it's based on somebody's story, which is full of crap. This guy's full of crap. It's Nick Nolte. Oh, wow. I'm like we're going to put you in this shit. Oh, and, um, wow. <laughs> they end up like, in proximity to these like Vietnamese heroin dealers and whatnot. Really? Wow. And Jack Black is like a heroin addict. Oh and no. This all this, it's, it is definitely not for your producer. Okay. See, okay. Okay. For another 10 years. Oh man. Um, and, but there are, there are some absolute hilarious <laughs> things in there and it's, okay. it's good. But, um, to me, Robert, it's Robert Denny. Robert Downey Jr. Um, is the one that really oh, makes wow. that whole. Wow, you could not make that movie today. Oh my! That was in that sweet spot. When yeah, like, yeah. Um, people still had a sense of humor and like racial race relations were way better in the country. Oh my gosh! So wow, people had a wow. sense of humor still. People had a sense of humor people still. Good humor lord, still. man, man. Well, we're up to forty-seven minutes. Forty-seven minutes. Um, there was uh, there was something else I wanted to say. Can't think of it now. Music, movies, music, television music, show, television shows, actors, actress. Yeah, you know the the whole blo- like like when when a studio is pushing a certain actor for people to consume. Yeah, that's a that's an interesting concept to me because especially when it's so overdone and overplayed for so many years and it's and it's always going to be consumed by you know the americans because it's it's like apple pie like julia roberts is apple pie or something like that yeah well they they it just goes to show that movies aren't about acting anymore oh yeah most of them most of them <clears throat> aren't i mean there's there's that's the that's the always the tension right there's the business side of things and there's yeah. the artistic side of things yeah. and then there's the uh kind of the hedonistic pleasure side of things where yeah. people just want to be people just want to be entertained yeah yeah um yeah. and um and then people have different tastes so you, you yeah. have all all sorts of stuff kind of getting getting jumbled up together but yeah i think i think they definitely between the self-promotion now yeah of different actors and act- actresses yeah and the studios there's not a studio system like where they're under contract anymore, but like they pump up whoever's in their movie, which kind of, kind of snowballs and builds their reputation and whatnot. And then it's just like, you become a bankable star. Oh yeah. Like now, like Chris Pratt does something that's like, Oh, Chris Pratt's in it. He's, he's a bankable star. Okay. Okay. So I love Chris Pratt. Oh, he's yeah. He's, he's interesting. I mean, Mr. Producer likes the Lego movie. He likes the the Jurassic Park deal with him and Ron Howard's daughter. Yeah. And um, there's a new Netflix movie that came out where he's this. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Like future, the, future, future war, future war, tomorrow war, the tomorrow or whatever. War. Yeah, it's yeah. on like Amazon. Amazon. Oh okay, Prime. okay. Yeah, I, I want to watch that. Okay. I, I I've all, I've liked Chris Pratt since. Okay. Um, I liked him on Parks and Rec. Have you watched any Parks and Rec? No. No. Park, he's so hilarious as really? Andy Dwyer on really? Parks and Rec. Oh my gosh. Hmm. But when he was doing that, and this is like late 2000s, the aughts, maybe 2011. Okay. It was way before Jurassic Park. Um, okay. The New World or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Came out. Like the Jurassic Park 
essentially four. Yeah. Right? The fourth one. Yeah. Yeah. And he's like in his kitchen or whatever. And he's like, have you seen that? And he's like, yeah, hey, you know, uh, Steven Spielberg, I just want you to know, basically, I can't remember exactly. He's like, I'm going to become a really big star someday. So, like, you should make Jurassic Park 4 and have me star in it. I'm just saying. Oh, wow. Like, basically, like, auditions for the part. Like, sillily auditions for the part in oh this thing. Gosh. And he ended up getting, the movie wasn't even made, like, wasn't even in the production. Wow. Interesting. Near production. So. Interesting. That's like, I mean, I remember George Clooney was a big guy on Roseanne and then also ER. Yeah. And then he became a huge film star after yeah. those shows. Yeah. So, interesting. I just, George, George Clooney, I, he's... Name a great George Clooney movie. Name you a know, great George Clooney movie. I always thought he was good on ER. He had this... I never, I never watched, I never watched ER. Oh yeah, I love ER. That's when he had the, he brought the Caesar haircut back. That was to me, that was his contribution. The Julius Caesar. Yeah, haircut? he had the really, he had that Caesar haircut. Really, right? It was a Caesar haircut. Hmm. That came back in the, that came back in the nineties. The yeah, the shorter hair. Remember when Keanu Reeves shaved? Has got a crew cut for Speed. Oh, like everyone's like, oh, cut my hair just like Keanu. It's like that's a freaking crew cut. I got it when oh, I was eight years old. What are man. you doing? Man? Yeah, that was really popular. Interesting. Um, well, I liked um, George Clooney was in that movie Syriana. I never saw that one. Where he was a um, he was an FBI agent, and he was like going to the Middle East to try to I don't know. It was he was trying to sort of break into the terrorist network and try to figure out where they're going to strike next or something like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he gets, you know, it, it's really sort of fascinating. Where, oh, I know what it was. It was a it was a sheik that was funding. It was it was a sheik trying to fund sort of terrorist stuff that happens. Yeah, and he was trying to, and George Clooney was trying to get a meeting with Alexander Siddig, who was the doctor on Star Trek: Next Generation. He's actually British, but he's actually Middle Eastern. Okay. But he, you know, I thought it was, I thought it was cool. I, it was I never like, saw that one. It was like a foreign policy espionage kind yeah, of movie. I, he ends up getting his fingernails ripped out, like the whole, you know, torture, whatever. Oh, cool. Yeah. I paid the money cool. to see George Clooney get his fingernails ripped out. Yeah. Oh, God. It was, it was horrible. <laughs> but, uh, um, you know, so, you know, it was, uh, ooh, I was just gonna I, chill I, right there. I enjoyed. He's got a voice that I like. Oh, Oceans, yeah. Oceans, Oceans 11, 11, yeah. 11, 12 were pretty good. Um, yeah. I, I, I enjoy, well, I enjoy, I enjoy those old caper type style. Okay. Um, I don't know why I like heist and caper type stuff, Italian job. If it's, yeah. if it's well done, I, I don't know why I just like it. It's, it's, you know, that's cool. Mind candy. Yeah. But I can't, I don't, I don't dislike George Clooney. Yeah. I just can't think of anything where i'm like wow he did a he did he did a good job and he made that movie okay i, I don't i haven't had that experience with him okay. i've had that experience with uh brad i felt like brad pitt's character in 12 monkeys for example really really where um have you seen 12 monkeys no uh bruce willis yeah i heard yeah i yeah. remember him he's, he he's really it. he's really good in that really I've seen a, i'm trying to think i've seen a couple of other things where he's pretty good um you know who's actually pretty good is Matthew McConaughey is a pretty good actor. Oh yeah, Matthew McConaughey is pretty pretty good. Gotta go in my Lincoln. Gotta go down the road. 
Hit my Lincoln with my window driven down. Oh man, did you, you saw the uh, the Jim Carrey impression yeah. of that? Yeah, phenomenal, <laughs> phenomenal, phenomenal. Yeah, it's like I know you're trying to be like edgy, cool. Like, hey, I listen to jazz and I have a Lincoln and it's black and it's cool and it's I'm just coming out of a party at three a.m. and <laughs> oh, gonna good. go get some bacon and eggs at the diner or whatever. And it's like. But it was just like too weird. Yeah. <laughs> too weird. My leg. My leg. <laughs> um, I got a tuxedo on with no tie on. Exactly. I'm having my Lincoln Aviator. Oh, God. That's funny. I got to look that Jim Carrey thing up. But yeah. yeah. But I mean, I was trying to equate, like, you got George Clooney. Did he impact his movies as much as Tom Hanks impacted oh, his movies. No, no, no way. There's no question. There's, there's, mm, you can't, yeah, there's no, Tom Hanks is Forrest Gump. Yeah. I mean, Tom Hanks, you know, is the dude in Philadelphia. That's yeah. Tom Hanks. I mean, yeah. he, I mean, he's, those movies aren't those movies without him. Yeah. A lot of these George Clooney movies you can make with another, you could easily make it with another actor. You, you know, you make I some think, of those things with uh, Mel Gibson, they'd be better. I, I prefer Mel Gibson over. You're right. But I love, I love, I love. For the record, I love Mel Gibson. I love him too. He's the best. And you know what? In that era, when we were when we were kids in the 80s and early 90s, the actors they weren't political and they weren't yeah. telling us how crappy people we are yeah. and how we need to save the whales and save the planet. George Clooney did that, and that's. I think that's. If you take if you take all that political BS out of the equation, uh, it, he his performances or his performances in general sort of that's a different that's a different attitude I have if, yeah. if I don't have to hear his stupid bullcrap. Yeah, Tom Hanks never did that bullcrap stuff. Tom Tom Hanks has, has pretty much stayed out of it. Yeah, one and guy Mel who, Gibson didn't do it either. Mel Gibson didn't. Um, yeah. He just got drunk and ranted about Jewish people. I know. Yeah. <laughs> kind of bad, yeah. What bad are you gonna do? You have a bad day. Yeah. It's a pretty um, bad day. Pretty bad I day. Saw, I saw um, again one not for the one not one for the producer, but um, uh, Fat Man. Ooh, where he plays Santa Claus. Mel Gibson. Yes. Whoa. Is this and a? It's dark and edgy. Straight out of Australia, sort of movie. No, it's um, no, it's. USA, okay, um, all the okay. way. Interesting. And, uh, Interesting. Who is it? I'm trying to think. Who the heck? I'm the... drawing a blank on the guy that was. Uh, oh, we're talking about the fat, the fat man. man. The fat man. Basically, someone puts a contract out on him. Oh crap! And I can't remember the. Gosh, I'm blanking on who the. Oh, who the uh, adversarial the hit, the hitman, the adversary person is. The hitman was. Ooh. Oh, 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 Walter Goggins. Oh, okay. Walter Goggins. Mm, I have Who's no very, idea. He's a good actor. He's kind of a funny-looking guy. Big big forehead, oh. big eyes, lots of teeth. Like James Carville forehead? Not like that. Like not a like, bullet! No, <laughs> no not, not that much, no. Okay. Yeah. Boy. What would she call him? She called him Snakehead? Snakehead. Marley, his, his, I think she's his ex-wife now, Marley Mat- Matlin. Oh, oh, he's yeah, yeah, like yeah. Snakehead. Oh yeah, jeez, snakehead! Because he looks like a snake. He does. He looks Bill, like a snake. Bill Hader does an impression of him that's freaking funny. 
Bill Hader. James Carville. James Carville. And Rush Limbaugh did a really good impression of yeah. James Carville. Back in the day. Back in the day. Back in the day. That's back when we had uh, George Stephanopoulos, the presidential spokesmuffin. Yes. Spokesmuffin. That's what I didn't that's hear they call him the presidential spokesmuffin. <laughs> oh, God. So it was good. It's a good episode. I'm glad we were we were a bit down and we were a bit tired about yeah. all the stuff going on, but rehashing things that made us happy. Briefly, we talked a little bit about breakfast cereals on our walk. Oh yeah, and you know I I'm a Fruit Loops person. I like Fruit Loops. I like Lucky Charms. I like Apple Jacks and the Golden Puffs. Uh, what do you call those? Corn pops. Oh, actually, sorry, honeycomb. I love the honeycomb. I love the honeycomb. You gotta yeah. pick. You gotta pick a fifth one because we we'll go five. Go okay. Um, sure. Not corn pops. Mr. T cereal. Mr. T. Mr. T. Oh, oh man, that's that's like <laughs> repackaged alphabets or something. It isn't is. It? It's it like is. they just made. They just had an extra run of alphabets. It's like all T's. Oh yeah. It's all T's. Yeah. This, yeah. You yeah. know how much more money we're gonna make off of this? We just have. Guys, <laughs> we're always replacing all those alphabet <laughs> things. Cigar. Just, just, you know what? Let's go. Hey, 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 turn that line down. We're going to use this. Nothing but T's here, okay? These kids, they can't get enough. They cannot get enough of that guy, Mr. T. They will, uh, uh, it could be shaped like it's poop and they'd eat it, okay? But we're going to make it like letter T, okay? These kids are going to eat it up, eat it up. Yeah, they and we're going to have to use all those other letters. Oh, there we go. So I was um, at grocery outlet. I saw some alphabets. They still made. My top five, my top five. Um, yeah. Captain, Captain Crunch with Crunch Berries. There you go. Um, Raisin Bran, mm-hmm. old school. Yeah. Um, Fruit Loops. Okay. Uh, I I got I got to throw my grape nuts in there. Grape they're, nuts. They're not. I mean, there's no grapes. There's no nuts. It's just barley. But I like it. Yeah. And for a fifth one. Ooh. For a fifth one, I might go. Uh, I might go a little off script here mm. from our major brands and go with um, like uh, Frankenberry. Frankenberry. Remember Frankenberry? There was it was like a series. It's like Count Chocula, Frankenberry, Boo Berry, Boo Berry, and then they had a wolf and a mummy. Wolf and a mummy. Wow. Yeah. I I don't know what those were. I don't either. That's cool. Well, hey, hair, hair and bandage flavor. Hair and bandage. There you go. There you go. Well, yeah, this sounds like a good spot to end. Yeah. So, anyway, thank you so much for listening to the Gen X talk with I am Johnny Pendejo and Starchy Archie. And thanks again for listening, folks. Have a great evening and good night, everybody.